And hello, this is Mike Lodge. I am the business advisor. Beautiful day out. I wish you could see the view from my recording studio office here. It's absolutely beautiful. It's you know it's it, I love coming into this office, and sometimes it's hard to work here because I'm looking out on this most beautiful view of of the woods in the forest in back of my home. And the greenery, and the moss, and the everything. I, you know, I talk about this everything every single day because I'm so grateful for what I see. I'm so grateful for what I hear from the birds outside. Now, I don't know what those those uh, bugs are up in the trees that make so much noise. I mean, they squawk all day long. I wish I could get rid of those, <laughs> but I can't because I don't know where they're at. But it's a beautiful day. Today's the last day of, what month are we in? August. Yeah, we're the last day of August. Tomorrow's September 1st. Now, I don't know if you know this, in the Philippines, any month that starts with a burr, so September, is the beginning of Christmas. So all of you Filipinos out there, because you're now into September 1st, Merry Christmas to all of you. It's just one of those things. Now they'll start decorating, decorating up the stores. They'll start going to parties. So September, October, November, and December, four months of Christmas, and we haven't even gotten to, we haven't even gotten to uh, Halloween, and then Thanksgiving. I mean, we still have some days, uh, weeks left, but not in the Philippines. Today is the first day of Christmas in in the uh, Philippines. So if you see any Filipinos out today, wish them a Merry Christmas. Because <laughs> it's time. It's time there. I wanted to talk a little bit because I'm, I'm really concerned about the professionalism of many businesses out there. We seem to have gotten to a place where woke politics has taken place. Yes, that has happened. But the quality of customer care has been downgraded. I'm going to talk about one thing this morning, and that is I have uh, an, an individual, and he has a lot of degrees, and he has a lot of uh, qualifications, and he's trying to get a new job out there in private industry or in research. He always gets to the, he gets to the place of the final round. You know, that's the top three normally. However, and then after he does two or three interviews with them, nothing. No one ever responds back. No one says, oh, I'm sorry we offered the job to somebody else. I'm sorry, but that is highly unprofessional. When you have got professionals who are highly credentialed, who, are, who you are considering to work for your company, at any level as a matter of fact, send them an email, send them a note and say, you know, we're sorry, but we've chosen to go in another direction. So at least they know. That is the professional way that is supposed to be done. When I've owned all of my businesses and I had people coming in, I always sent them an email every single time telling them, listen, we've decided to go in another direction. Uh, we wish you best of luck. And, by the way, if another position comes available, we'll make you, we'll take you into consideration. So... I'm not seeing that happening. I'm seeing that HRs are, HR departments are kind of falling uh, kind of sickly. 
They're not doing the professionalism that is representing their companies. I'll give you another example. An individual decided that he wanted to work for this company, so he got an interview. Um, However, when they call him for the interview, they never would tell him what the position was for. Was it for... A research assistant? Was it for a lab tech? Was it for a director? They never would tell him. He made three attempts to ask them that question. What is this position for that I'm interviewing? And HR would never tell them. The hiring manager would never tell them. So if listen, if you guys are going to play games like this, you are misrepresenting your companies totally and totally bad because people have got to know what they're interviewing for. And when a, a, an applicant asks a question, answer the question. Or say, I'm not sure, I'll have to get back with you, and I'll ask the director or the manager or the president, whoever's hiring, to get that answer back to you. But don't ignore the question. Finally, the guy said, I'm not going to go there. If, my, if, if the person I'm going to work for isn't willing to tell me what the position is for, and I've asked three times, and I've asked HR three times, there's a problem. And that means that that individual, that boss, probably is not going to be that great a boss because they won't answer questions. They won't be direct with you. So that is one of the, the things that I'm seeing. The other issue is that the customer care of companies, uh, it seems like they've thrown it out the window. Now, I've got one company that I deal with, and I love dealing with them. And I've been dealing with QuickBooks for years and years now because I do all my accounting, all my payroll for my clients on QuickBooks. Every time that I have an issue, when I call there, I am on the phone immediately with somebody, and I'm getting an answer immediately while I'm sitting there working with them. I have never, ever had a problem with this customer care. And I'm I'm happy with what with what they produce for me. They produce quality stuff for me. But when I call my bank and I try to talk to them, I can barely talk to anybody. I go around and around and have to punch star and then I gotta punch punch a pound and then I've got to dial such and such and I've got to state something. I mean I want to get to the facts of where my money stands or an issue that I want to have resolved, and banks just sit there. In fact, if you go into a bank now, it's very difficult to get any help because you have got to now make an appointment with a lot of these banks to go in and even ask any questions. So listen, you bankers, you've got to get your act together because this is not the way that you treat other people's money. That money that's sitting in that bank is not yours. That is your customers. And the type of quality of care that you give to those banking customers is vital. Because a lot of them, even myself, I rely upon the accuracy and the getting issues resolved as quickly as possible. But if I can't get through to you, and if I can't go into the bank, and if I can't ask questions, sometimes they only have tellers on certain days now. I mean, this is ridiculous. Banks are supposed to be there 
to service the client's needs and to ask to answer the questions that are asked of them. But they're not there anymore. So I have a high concern about the quality of customer care <coughs> excuse me in banks. This is ridiculous. Even when you call in and try to get services on the phone with a lot of different companies, it's very difficult to get through. I do not believe it's right that when people call in and you're trying to uh, get a, a problem solved or resolved or ask a simple question and you have to go round and around in phone systems just trying to talk to anybody. I mean, they automatically, like if you call into a bank, they automatically will give you your balance. Oh, I'm not there to talk to my balance. I don't care about that. I want to talk about an issue or a transaction that I need resolved. So then I have to go around and around and over and under the bridge and over top of the bridge, across the bridge. I have to do so many different things trying to get to an actual live human voice. Now, I know that some of the banks right now are having some financial issues, so they're trying to cut places. They're trying to cut out added expense. And the biggest expense on any financial statement is the wages and salaries of their employees. So when they when companies begin to cut costs, they begin cutting people because that's the biggest expense. But the inability to get in to talk to somebody, either at a branch or or on the phone, is a vital issue. I know it is to me. I was I was listening to this guy the other day. He actually happened to be in the bank and he didn't have an appointment. In fact, they told him, sorry, you can't come in here unless you have an appointment. But he was listening to an old lady that was at the teller window. And she was saying, why am I getting these fees? And they said, well, every time that you make a debit charge, you get charged $5. Luckily, the the guy heard that and they saw, the teller saw that they heard that, and so they came over to the guy and said, I'm sorry, uh, we're going to take care of that. We're not going to charge you those fees. But the answer was wrong. What the teller told her was wrong. And it, if, if that individual had not been in the bank at the very same time, that poor old lady would have been charged with a whole bunch of fees. We have a problem right now in how banks are looking at things, how businesses are looking at things. And we understand that we're in this recessionary time and we're, and we're trying to cut back. But when you cut back, you still have to focus on the customer care of your clients. See, it's only me. And sometimes I have to call and sometimes at 10, 11 o'clock at night because they're in a different time zone, but I still call back and resolve the issue because that's my responsibility to the client. But I can't cut them off. I can't shut them down. I got to continue my customer care even though I'm suffering financially. 
even though my company isn't doing as strong as it was because people are not paying for services as much as they used to. And now, and to be perfectly honest, this is just not me, but a lot of businesses are due upon receipts and now when people pay us, it's supposed to be paid due upon receipt of the invoice are now stretching into 30 days, 60 days, 90 days, 120 days. Because people are, don't have the financial means at that moment to pay me. They have to pay all of their other priorities. I am at the very lowest priority. Clients need to pay for their rent and for their food and for their utilities and, and for their car so that they can continue going. And then I'm at that fourth or fifth tier of payments, which is okay. I understand. But me, as a small business guy, my money cash flow slows down. Did I do that well? Slows down. Yeah, I did that well. <laughs> Listen, if you guys want to have more access to me, go to my website, which is at www.lodge.co.com. Again, that's www.lodge. I mean, www.lodge-co.com. I have a real tough time doing that website. But it's me. So listen, you guys. If you own a business, focus on your customer service. Make sure that you're bending over backwards to that customer because that's those are the kind of customers that are going to continue to come back and continue to, to improve your cash flow. And, and the referrals of those individuals will make your, your business even stronger. We've got to focus on our customer care. This is Mike Lodge. Talk with you soon. Bye-bye. And by the way, in the Philippines, Merry Christmas. Bye.